So we started drafting this like painting up, uh, very experiential, very cool. And then something happened, and we just. <laughs> I don't know, really. It's really hard to explain. We decided yeah. we're just like sitting around, like fooling around. And we thought, oh, it would be cool if we can, you know, make like a hair cutting game in VR. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. Um, Synesthetic Echo and Maria just launched Bizarre Barber, which is a... Uh, very cool artistic uh, VR kind of game where your players an alien cutting aliens' hairs in a subway station. Um, it's lots of fun, very quirky. I guess before we get into the game, I wanted to start by asking, how did you get into VR development? What You've done some other stuff before that, but what came before and how did you end up in VR? So I think I started to teach myself how to program about like five years ago when I first came to America. So I was a filmmaker yeah. before. Uh, working with like VFX and animation. Uh, and then I started to teach myself and did some interactive stuff. And then I co-founded the studio and did some like installation work, projections, but never did VR actually. And I think in 2016, I visited this conference at the Carnegie Mellon called Weird Realities. And it's a very cool conference, it's unlike any other. It happens only once per four years. And it kind of like every time they have different theme the main theme of yeah. the conference and it was vr th this year 2016 mm. and everyone was talking about vr and i tried a couple of experiences there and i was immediately hooked and i started like to develop for vr since then synesthetic echo has done i mean looking you know your past projects there's some vr stuff some vr games some like non-vr games some kind of uh, mixed reality art stuff what led you guys to develop Bazaar Baba? Because it's kind of the most traditional game in a game sense. The rest are kind of, there's some games that deal with fitness or meditation or other stuff. But this is really more like a, I guess, like a traditional game. That was a complete detour from our like aesthetics, yeah. from our goals. Uh, so the thing is, I, I, I just graduated last year from the game design uh, master's program uh, at NYU. So I actually did like study game design and games like very deeply. It's just like I had to work to support myself at the grad school and I just kept working on this all interactive projects, applying my game design knowledge to this uh, because I believe that game design is super useful in any like field of life, in any sphere basically. Uh, and actually, Bizarre Barber started as completely different prototype. So we were trying to make a painting app. And we actually still have this prototype and we're actually going to release that. So I was accepted to this program, Oculus Launchpad, uh, by Oculus. And so you have to create a prototype in three months. And then you have to like do pitch and all this stuff and kind of compete for funding. And you can do whatever you want. So we started drafting this like painting up, uh, very experiential, very cool. And then something happened and we just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, really, it's really hard to explain. We decided yeah. we're just like sitting around, like fooling around and we thought, oh, it would be cool if we can, you know, make like a hair cutting game in VR. <laughs> and then yeah. we just did it like in one day, probably it, it started to, to like escalating really quickly. So Independent Game Developers Association, uh, they supported us and they gave us like a little money for uh, 
doing this prototype further. And we were mm-hmm. able, like in two weeks after we just like opened Unity, we were able to test that with more than, I guess, 500 people. And mm-hmm. then we wow. immediately realized that people like it so much. So it's yeah. going to be just foolish not to pursue that further. Well, it's funny because one of the things that I um, noted in our review is that it really feels more like more artistic, I guess, than than other VR games I've played. It feels like it's got this artistic side to it that I haven't really seen or you don't see often. And it's funny that you say that it started as like a painting app because yes. <laughs> there's so many things that I can see uh, the inspiration from. Some of the themes and stuff that you've talked about elsewhere, I can see in the final product that it feels inspired by, but it doesn't really, you know... It's a game about cutting aliens here. It doesn't deal with that stuff, but it feels like it's kind of in the DNA of the game. The thing that really appealed to me or that I really liked was that I read that you guys said that in some ways the game was inspired by um, you and your husband moving to to New York five years mm-hmm. ago, right? And those feelings of kind of otherness and excitement and kind of uh, feeling out of place, and but also like the craziness of being somewhere new, right? Yeah. And even though playing the game, the game isn't really about that at all, but you kind of get this sense of once you know that you can kind of understand and go, oh, I, I do kind of get that. Cause yeah. I moved to, <laughs> I moved to Melbourne from Sydney about five years ago as well. And mm-hmm. when I was playing the game and I knew that's where you had kind of been inspired from, I was like, Oh, I can kind of feel that weird sense of being somewhere new and, and, and those odd feelings uh, in the game's DNA. Could you talk a bit more about that period of your life when you were, moving to New York and uh, what that was like and how that kind of ended up manifesting itself somehow into Bizarre Baba. Yeah, that wasn't easy. Uh, So we almost didn't know any English. So we had Mm. to like learn everything. We didn't know. We didn't know anything like how this thing works. Imagine like getting into New York subway for the first time. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, even get to the subway is hard, but like be in there and see all this like weird, strange people yelling, singing, crying, (laughs) uh, sometimes doing that at the same time. And that was super overwhelming. So Mm. I came from a really, really small, small town, like in the middle of the desert, basically. (laughs) So yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, this feeling of alienation. And at the same time, that you are kind of like the whole with the crowd. It was something yeah. interesting. Also, we totally see, like, we we totally witnessed people cutting hair in the subway station. We witnessed, like, shit, <laughs> a lot worse than that. Uh, was it kind of a conscious thing that you realized that parts of that experience were going into the game? Like, obviously, it's kind of set in the subway and there are kind of some, some direct uh, influences. But how much of that did you consciously choose? How much of that experience did you choose to put into the game and how much, you know, just kind of came naturally, I guess, then you realized it was connected. I don't think we chose like anything actually consciously. Uh, mm. So we were like fully focused on like, you know, this like nice, pleasant, synesthetic feeling of like cutting hair and maybe some like mm. fun game mechanics. So we've been just like fooling around with straighteners and with different scissors and with even like dyeing hair and stuff like that. But then we realized that, like, unconsciously, we're putting more and more stuff from our, like, own experience <laughs> in the game, whether it's models or colors or sounds, yeah. uh, because we just couldn't avoid that. So we never had this, like, concept art, and we never had, like, a game design document with all this stuff. So we yeah. just started to create some, like, jokes, puns, and then uh, there is an account called Subway Creatures on the Instagram and on Twitter, and we were just the most devoted followers to that. And, like, they have so much funny stuff going on. Like, people dressed as moles. 
going yeah. into the subway and just like doing like weird dances in there. So that was like a lot of inspiration from that. Also, <laughs> we are like going out every day and we see people with like the most bizarre and beautiful hair all around. Yeah. So all, yeah. all of this kind of converged in the game. Yeah. And I think a couple players actually finished like the last one and got to the credits. Uh, we also mm. have like one, one playthrough on YouTube with the credits. So in credits, actually, we put a lot of writing about the world and about the game, like some weird radio commercials and some like yeah. yelling and stuff like that. Like, for example, yeah. when I was uh, recording the subway sounds on my like MB, MB Sonic mic, right? So I mm. uh, accidentally recorded a drug deal in New York subway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the mic is so sensitive. And this is this is stuff yes. that we were working with. It's like inspiration is everywhere. You just yeah. cannot dissect. Like you cannot dissect what is inspired by this and what not. Yeah, especially in the New York subway too, which is just of all the places in the world, there's a lot going on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you got any further plans now that you've launched the game? Have you got any further plans to add more content to it? What's kind of next for you guys? Do you feel like now you've launched it and that's the end of that? Or are you going to keep working on the game? Uh, what's oh, absolutely, next for you guys? yeah. We actually we actually keep working on the game right now. So we just added a uh, Leaf Mixed Reality Capture. So we have mm-hmm. like a lot of captures. Our level design tool is going to be released as well for players so they can oh, create fantastic. their own levels. So we have some plans for seasonal content. And also we have we already have this like different tools besides scissors. Yeah. For example, we have straightener. And then we're gonna have like a like a saw scissors. So you can saw the hair yeah, instead right. of instead of cut them. Uh stuff like that. So we have like much more content that we actually were able to release from the like very first attempt. And we're going to release yeah. that like slowly. <laughs> the level editor seems big to me because it's kind of like one of those things, one of those games where you can see people making their own levels or or uh, doing a lot of stuff with that. Will that be in VR, like in the game? They'll be able yes, to do it, or yes, it yes, out of absolutely. VR or, yeah. I mean, yeah. every everything that's done, like uh, everything in the game, it's done in VR, including level design. Mm. Uh, yeah. And we also set up a generator for the characters, like separately in Houdini, so we can supply like endless amount of characters. Actually, right? Yeah, yeah. We so can supply kind of thousands of different characters, so you can just like choose between them yeah we're still like figuring that out we're probably gonna run some like small beta to see like Mm -hmm. how it's made it's a little bit unconventional approach to level design but yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that should work it's fun i know you've mentioned to me briefly before but psvr and quest releases have you got any kind of news to share on those or what might be happening with those platforms in the future so we're actually thinking about like releasing a free demo on side quest soon right yeah. So, cool. so people can at least get like a get like a taste of hair haircuts and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. we're probably gonna resubmit for uh, Oculus Quest, and we actually mm-hmm. have some leads on like PlayStation publishers right now. So the mm-hmm. conversation has started. I have nothing right. like new to say yet, but hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I think that's pretty much everything I had. But thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's a fantastic game. If you haven't uh, seen it, we've got a review on Upload VR. Um, you can check that out and also subscribe to our YouTube channel and all that jazz for uh, other interviews, uh, weekly in VR podcast, the VR download. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me, Maria. We can do a little, we can try and do a little virtual handshake and we're free to uh, do sure. that in the virtual world because we're not <laughs> in the physical world here. So, but no, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And congratulations yeah. on launching the game. Thank you.
Thank you.